When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles. Brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Frederick, Maryland is the new home for singer-songwriter David Arne. He has released four albums over the last ten years, including his latest, Watershed. His music has been featured on NPR stations, BBC Radio, and he was even featured once on Delta Airlines commercial flights. David rejoins us on this edition of Americana Music Profiles to talk about his latest music and what's ahead in his musical career. Hi, David. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Greg. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, good to talk to you again. It's It's been a little while. I, I'm um, thinking maybe a year and a half or so. I, if I remember correctly, the last time you and I talked, uh, were you in Vir- Virginia Beach? Uh, you got that right. You've got a good memory. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. It was actually, I think, uh, pre-COVID, I had just yeah. put out uh, tra- Traveler Tales. It was, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Late, it, yeah. About this time in 2019, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, wow. that's right. And okay. Then, uh, and then everything uh, just kind yeah. of went to hell, you know. Right, and, right, uh, yeah. Everything, everything, everything stopped is what, it, uh, yeah. is what happened. Well, I'm yeah, glad you're so still out there, out there strumming and singing, and uh, it's uh, good to reconnect. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not in Virginia anymore. I moved. I, I saw uh, the notes. Uh, you're uh, you're actually closer. Uh, well, no, I don't know. You kind of swung around. I'm in Virginia. I was going to say you're closer to me, but you're now you're on the other side, <laughs> up in Maryland. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, out in uh, Frederick County, and uh, and so that's been uh, we've been in Virginia for oh my gosh, probably about thirty five years, and then uh, and then we uh, that was another I think casualty of COVID. You know, yeah. <laughs> just like we had a, we rethought some things, and I hated to leave. Um, but uh, no, I remember from our conversation last time, you really. I could tell you knew your stuff because I said I was from Virginia Beach, and all of a sudden you gave me like three or four names. So you know this person here at Birdland. You know this person here, right? You know, yeah. you just—it was like right at the tip of your <laughs> your tongue. You know, yeah. you just really had a you know like a vast knowledge of what uh, what was going on. Yeah, so that's uh, cool. that's great. Yeah, but uh, so, yeah. What, what so we brought, like it a lot up here. Yeah, what what brought you uh, to Maryland? Well, uh, it uh, was a, a combination of you know, some things. There were some some personal reasons, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and also we have a daughter that lives here, and uh, she had our our first grandchild, 
And uh, I kind of really under, uh, underestimated the poll that, you yeah. know, <laughs> when all of a sudden everybody was telling telling me that we were moving. And I said, I am, I'm going to live and die in this house in Virginia. I am not moving at all. Oh. And the next thing I know, we were, you know, somebody was coming and backing up all my stuff. Oh. So, I'm not sure I yeah. want to hear the rest of this story or not, because I'm teetering on the same spot that you are. So, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it's very... It, well, what's your situation? Well, I, we have grandchildren, my, and and they're not they're not as far away, so I, I have a little bit of a defense for myself. Um, but yeah. uh, but you know, of course, my wife, women enjoy their grandchildren differently, and uh, she just loves them and uh, would would love the chance to be closer. So I understand the pull. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's funny before we we had a grandchild, you know, all, all our all our friends, you know, every Christmas, you know, they take and they send me twenty photographs of their grandkids, and uh, you know, it just really was changing their personality. Yeah. And then I said, I said, oh, I'm never going to be like that, you know. <laughs> but I, I I certainly am, yeah. you know. Is <laughs> is what happens. But we uh, we like it quite well. Yeah. Quite much up here. It's good. it's been um, it's it's been good. Been good. a good place, you know. Uh, to be so the last time we talked you were enjoying the fruits of uh traveler tales uh traveler tales or traveler's tale it's a uh, traveler tales traveler tales is yeah. What, uh, okay. yeah. yeah yeah so um and, and so you know we're a couple years later and um uh you're working on new music before, before we get there though um for the folks that uh, maybe didn't get a chance to hear our conversation the last time uh give me a little bit of the uh, reader's digest version of your story and how your music got started i i think you had a father grandfather that was really uh into the piano right did the... yeah he, he played professionally i mean that's really how i got started okay. i guess uh in introducing to introduction to music was the fact that there was always a piano in the house okay. and I remember I remember getting uh, you know lessons very early and uh, so that was a that was a big influence you know it just kind of stuck you know mm-hmm. that uh, from there uh, just uh, developed a love love for music and and, I, and at one point maybe when I was like 12 or 13 years old I just uh, and really had been studying classical music for a long time it was like uh, you know, I just—I probably listened to my first rock and roll song, and then I said, "I don't think I want to play the classical music anymore," <laughs> and, and, yeah. uh, and just, just, just kind of stopped, you know. Yeah. But I had enough of a of a background that I could easily uh, uh, make the make the transition. Because yeah. I, I just—I uh, remember even in high school, I would have a people uh, classmates come up and they would hear a song on their radio and say, "Could you?" Uh, could you figure out the, the chords for this for the song for hmm. us? You know, and I yeah. just had an ability to play by ear, you know, and so yeah. I, I could just write it write it out for them, you know, and say, okay, this is what it is. So it just, uh, I don't know, it just kind of nurtured something in me that, uh, you know, that uh, I, I responded to. But that, yeah, that's how I got started there, and then uh, picked up a guitar uh, one day and didn't really have any formal lessons at all, but. Yeah. Uh, uh, just started uh, playing the guitar. I, I don't. Uh, I'm not a lead guitarist at all, but I can uh, keep up rhythmically, you know. Yeah. Uh, and 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 make it pass and things like that. And you and, did the uh, uh, the high school rock band thing and. Uh, oh yeah. 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 I, I did all of that, and even in college, I was uh, I was playing, and uh, and then I, I just stopped for a while because. Uh, obligations of to family and kids and things like that you know it's like i had to uh had rent to pay 
Right. And uh, and uh, so I had stopped for a long time. And then uh, 10 years ago, it was 10 years ago that I put out my first album. Wow. Uh, and it's been, um, I've done four albums since then. And it's kind of the thing that you, you know, you learn as you go along. Sure. You know, yeah. uh, you know is what it is. <clears throat> I've been uh, been lucky enough to work with some really good people. And uh, as you and I were talking before about, you know, when you first started doing your your magazine, you learn things as you go along. Sure. And yeah. you do it for, for so many years. Uh, what happens is that each time you come to a, a new place of wisdom, you know, right, saying, well, right. I've already paid, paid my dues on that. I'm not going to repeat those mistakes again. <laughs> Here's how I'm going to do it going forward, you know. Yeah. And that's the same thing that kind of happened uh, with the music. I just, uh, when I was in Virginia Beach, there was a really good uh, recording studio there that worked with all the major labels. A fellow named, by the name of Rob Olsh ran that place, and he had recorded, still does, record a lot of good people. And uh, he kind of took me under his wing and it was like taking a college course. You know, I just said, right. do you mind if I just sit here behind you and watch what you're doing? Yeah. And that was just a really a valuable experience to see how you, you kind of put it together, you know? Uh, and I think I'm kind of uh, analytical in that way, <clears throat> almost, almost to a fault to the fact that I feel like I have to have all the answers before I start. What and, led you to uh, the first record? Uh, you, when, when you, uh, you know, when when the adulting phase of your life kind of took a took a little bit of a backseat and you uh, how did how did what led you to the idea of creating the first one? The adulting. I love that word. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's great. Uh, well, it's uh, I, I don't know what it was. Uh, I think uh, it was a, probably a combination of events that. Um, my wife said to me, you don't play the piano much anymore. Mm. And we were out someplace and she saw this electric piano and she said, I am going to buy that for you. And she did. And really? we got in the house and I, <laughs> and I started playing again uh, because I had a, a baby grand that was out of tune so much. That I didn't, didn't even enjoy playing it anymore. And then, uh, and then with the electric piano, that really kind of opened up a, uh, a whole new world for me. Yeah, and uh, and I think uh, this is going to sound so crazy, but I remember my my daughter was visiting one day, and uh, she and my wife were going to go out shopping, and I was there playing the piano, and uh, and uh, my daughter says, "Write us a song, Dad." Hmm. And so they were gone for about two hours, and they came back. I said, "Okay, I wrote you a song." Wow. And and they said, uh, "You know, that's not too bad." <laughs> so then, uh, was that the first song? Gonna, Had you dabbled in that in the past? No, I just started writing. That was uh, it. Okay. I just, yeah, yeah. But I see, I had always been involved in the creative process in sure. some way to, by doing a lot of writing. Yeah. I mean, I know how the pro, how the process works. I never just did a, did a song, and I and I would never want anybody to really hear that song. <laughs> it was just, you know, it was just like, oh yeah, I can do this. And 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 again, it was just. Uh, I think I was I was talking to my brother, and uh, I said. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna record a song and put it out there and see if I can get it on the radio. And my brother said to me, "Oh, really? <laughs> you know, like, yeah." I said, "I'm, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna do that." Uh, and uh, <laughs> and 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 the thing about it was, I did a song, I recorded it, I set it out, and a couple stations played it. Wow! And the cool. weird and the weird and the weird thing is, and this is just a 
doesn't happen, you know. Uh, but uh, Delta Airlines picked up the song oh, and played yeah, it for a month on their that, yeah, yeah <laughs> uh, played played the song on all their all their commercial flights, and uh, and it was just and I and the ACAP got in front of got in touch with me, sent me an email and said, "Did you write the, uh, such and such song?" And I said, "Yes, I did." And they said, "Well, uh, we've got a check here for you. <laughs> we owe you so, some money." <laughs> Yes, so I get I got a check for seven hundred and fifty dollars. Wow, for that for, for that song yeah. because they played it for a month. I said, "My God, this is easy," you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but it was just like I can really. Can you send had, me the uh, blueprint so I can do it again? Right? <laughs> yeah, ab- absolutely. I, I don't even. You just tell that uh, story to people. It's just like they don't believe it. You yeah, know? Um, is what is what happened. But uh, it just. Um, I got some really good reinforcement in the beginning. Sure, yeah. yeah. I, I I didn't I did not know anything at all. Yeah. On my first uh, recording that I did, there's no auto tune on that. There's no uh, synthetic samples or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I I, did, I created the whole thing myself. Yeah. And worked with uh, Rob Olsh uh, down in Virginia Beach, and uh, through a lot of hours, we just kind of put it together. And then you know you kind you kind of learn as you go along. Right. You know you, you come to a, a new place of, of wisdom. And uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, be able to go over to uh, London and work with uh, two different engineers at Abbey Road. And you work with them for a while on some of your songs. Again, you learn new stuff. Right. You know you you learn new new tricks on how to, how to put it together. Right. And uh, so it's it's just been uh, for ten years. It's been a lot of work. It's a lot, been a lot of heavy lifting, and then on the the current album uh, that that I've done for uh, for Watershed, that was really done right in the uh, the dark heart of uh, of COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, when everything everything was shut down. Yeah, like a lot um, of the musicians, it, same thing. Yeah, I just didn't know what to do, so uh, I decided. I don't know whether it was a decision or not, but I said I'm just going to put out some some acoustic songs, uh, guitar, piano. Uh, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be a lot of overproduction here, but it's just how I was uh, I was feeling at the time. Yeah, you know, because uh, we're we're kind of coming out of COVID now, and I think uh, uh, people's memory may be short, but you know, when the it first happened. And all those people were dying and everything. We didn't know right. what was what was going on. Right. You know, right. everybody was was staying in their house and uh, wearing a mask and everything like that. So that's that's what really gave birth mm-hmm. uh, to Watershed. Was I just started exploring some uh, some themes uh, that were really more personal. Mm-hmm. And 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 at the end of the road on that, uh, you know, um, I almost was not going to put. Put, put it out really when we started recovering from covid and i sat back and i looked at the songs i said nobody's going to play these songs nobody is going to want to hear wow. hear these songs wow. because they're they're a little bit too uh i feel a little bit too personal uh the main the main song watershed mm-hmm. uh is really a, a song that deals with uh started out it deals with uh, ptsd right. you know uh and I had some personal experiences, not my own, but uh, in the family. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was really compelled 
to write about that as a theme. You know, I wanted to, I wanted, I wanted to, to put that out there. Mm. And it's not something, you know, uh, you know, it's not a song that you really dance to. You know? Well, right. But you're <laughs> also uh, touching on, I mean, I've heard uh, psychiatrists and philosophers suggest that, that the entire world is suffering mild PTSD at the moment because, you know, everybody's thinking, hoping, wishing that we'd get back to whatever their version of normal was and um we haven't you know it's it, and and may not and that's very disturbing to a lot of people and so you, well, you're, you're, you yeah. the song probably touches uh the the circumstances might not be the same but the 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 emotions behind PTSD probably are touching a lot of people right now in, in that song well i i think you're you're right greg i i think that uh that's what happens is that uh, it's not something that gets a lot of attention. I know the government has really been doing a lot, uh, a lot more than what they used to, but just so much of that just uh, gets uh, swept under the rug. It does, you know? yeah. And uh, and it's the kind of situation. Even before they had a name for it, I had a grandfather that was in World War One. He he fought in France and uh, uh, mustard gas lost all of his hair mm. and had problems with that. Yeah. He came back, he got married, he had, had uh, five kids and about 15 years later he couldn't go to work anymore, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. He just he, his mind was back in back in France someplace. Yeah. Nobody knew what that was at that sure. time. Yeah. Uh but as I you know, as as I've uh, matured, I I hear more and more stories and uh, knew of a uh, a fellow in, in New York had a really good job for a big bank in Manhattan and, you know, got into his, his fifties. And then the same thing happened to him one day mm, yeah. you know, from the Vietnam. He just, he couldn't go to work anymore. Yeah. And uh, I knew his daughter pretty well. And, uh, and uh, he, the last thing I know, he had quit his job and he was, uh, you know, uh, smoking dope with the high school kids. That's what, that was his life. You know, yeah, uh, and, I, and like, how do you fall from grace like that? Sure. You know, yeah. What, what happens? And uh, and so it was that and a couple of the situations. Yeah. That really uh, I felt like I wanted to write a song about that. But it was really from a hopeful point of view. It's yeah. not about, uh, you know, uh, oh, the world is full of dread here. Don't you agree with me? Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. It's not about that at all. And and that it's song about, title uh, is Watershed, right? That's the one. Yeah, that's about. Yeah. that's water. Yeah, that's Watershed. Yeah. And so um, um, I put that together, and uh, and that was actually the first track uh, that uh, that I wrote. And <clears throat> when did the album officially the come out? It just came out uh, in March. Okay. Okay, so you're you're yeah. you're still uh, writing the the fresh music, uh, releasing tracks still. Yeah. Excuse me. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, it, I said March. It's not. I meant to say September. It came oh, out okay. September. Okay. So yeah, yeah so real, it's, real it's fresh. Still, yeah. It's still fresh. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's still. Uh, I've been doing lots of interviews and lots of yeah. uh, you know talking to people about it and just kind of gradually releasing uh, videos on it. How's it been received and, uh, overall? What, what what are you getting? Well, surprisingly, surprisingly good. It's been a real learning for me. You know, the the album I didn't want to release. Right. Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, it was just such an outpouring from people. Yeah. Uh, you know about the uh, about the music and 
And, you know, I release it through CD Baby, and they mm-hmm. get in touch with me and says, uh, send us more CDs. The, like in two weeks, they sold out of the inventory that they had. I mean, it's not, you're not great. talking about hundreds, hundreds of CDs, sure, but, but yeah. in, a, yeah. in a time when nobody buys CDs anymore. Right, right. Uh, you know, it, it, I thought, well, that's, that's pretty encouraging. Well, and, we're and, in an era, I think, where artists, you know, if, if you take the pop top 40 rock country, you know, out of the, out of the mix uh a lot of artists like yourself are finding that um uh the the storyteller um aspect is um attractive to a certain audience and and so you you develop your own audience that appreciate it's almost like writing a book your album yeah. uh, every new cd is like your next novel or, or or whatever you want to call it but uh you're you're telling a set of stories and you have a certain audience that likes the way you tell stories and i think that's the future at least of uh, singer-songwriter, folk Americana um, kind of music uh, is developing a niche of listeners instead of readers that appreciate the stories that you tell and how you tell them. You are so correct on that. And I can just give you some examples. The fact that when I first started out, I was uh, I, had the, I was shooting for the wrong profile. You know, I was looking for that 25 to 40 yeah. year old. That's who I was looking for, <laughs> right. you know. And I said, put me on playlists with those with those people there. That's who I want. And I, I was not attracting those kind of people. Right. I was I was attracting older, uh, older people. OK, mm-hmm. uh, that grew up with the same kind of music that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And and when you started listening to them, you know, uh, you know, I was chasing all those familiar things like, uh, oh, please. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, you know, <laughs> yeah. and and I get responses from people like uh, uh, from the older people like, uh, like, well, how much does it cost to subscribe? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. or I'm saying, uh, please, uh, you know, put me on your Spotify playlist. Right. These yeah. people are not lis- listening to Spotify. Yeah. yeah. Spotify. To Spotify at all. Yeah. Even though Watershed, I understand, has had about 25,000 streams since it came out yeah. uh, in, in September, which I'm very grateful for. But the people that I'm getting the response from on, uh, on places like Facebook, is that they're not listening to Spotify? Yeah. You know that's uh, that's not something that they're tuned in, they're yeah. tuned into. Yeah, uh, that's and cool. they're probably the only people that still have CD players. <laughs> right. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> I was talking to somebody the other day, and uh, they uh, and I forget where they said that they had uncovered this uh, data, but that uh, they they. Uh, had read that the CD was poised to make a, a comeback as well. Um, people were looking for something tangible. You know, it's uh, you put it out there as an MP3 in the in the ether somewhere, and uh, you know you don't really know where it's at. You know, you got the hopefully got the master in your safe somewhere. But uh, people are looking just like the vinyl. You know, they're looking for tangible. They're looking for something that they can hold in their hands and feel and watch. And it's it, it's a different experience and. Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe the CD sales are coming back too. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, no, I we I think you're absolutely right though because I know I went through that uh, with this release. You know, I said, well, I, am I even going to put out a physical CD? Yeah, and uh, and I said, no. I said I need to have something concrete. Yeah, you know, yeah, something that I can I can give to some people. You know, or give yeah. to a person, or I can sell to a person, and uh, and I, I just uh, I have the illusion that they're going to. 
listen to it more than one time. <laughs> right, you know, yeah. <laughs> whatever it is. So you the know, uh, the I, name I of the right. album is Watershed, correct? Yeah, Watershed. Yeah. And that's it's uh, just yeah. just out in September. Uh, what's yeah. uh, where can people track with you? Uh, what's how do you like to communicate the best? Website, all that kind of good stuff. What's the best way? Uh, well, of course, I've got uh, a website, DaveNarn.com. Okay, uh, I seem to have the most activity on my Facebook uh, my Facebook page. And uh, but I, I tell you, I've been I've been very fortunate in the fact that uh, I seem to get. Uh, a lot of exposure online so if, if somebody just uh googles david arn music or something like that i think they're going to find a lot of hits yeah as to where they, they okay. can find it and uh i've got a uh, a youtube channel that has quite a few videos on it i think that is something else that i've uh, really concentrated on is uh, uh put out a few uh good videos that have one um uh, film festivals and where they've had screenings. So yeah. uh, we did one uh, losing track of Kimberly during COVID. We did, it was actually screened in New York and Los Angeles. Oh, that's cool. And, and, and in London. So it's, it was another way for me to get the music out there, yeah. you know, yeah. that they could see the animated video, yeah. which did really, really well. Yeah. Uh, so they can, uh, the YouTube channel is a good place to go to kind of get an overview okay. of yeah. what's going on. Well, yeah. thank you, David. It's been so good to reconnect, and uh, I'm I'm glad you're still doing it and having success. And and I, I love the tracks that I listen to on the new record. So I I hope you have uh, even more success with this one than you did with the one previous. Greg, thanks so much, and thanks uh, thanks uh, for taking the time to to talk. You know, I always enjoy getting together with you. Thanks a lot. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.